Take the money and run. Cash Show, I'm your host Trevor, and tonight we're joined by Andy. Andy, how you doing tonight? Oh, we, we lost sound on Andy. And Alex, how are you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. And we are here with the episode six recap show. Um, and I guess to start it off, uh, welcome back, Teresa. I, I mean, she kind of just showed up out of nowhere this season, this episode. Uh, great to have her back. Um, but initial thoughts, what, what do we think about tonight's episode? I think it was a, it was, it was a good episode, I thought. Uh, definitely thought there were times, uh, you know, they added, you know, filler stuff and it was just, you know, there, but, uh, Alex, uh, Andy, what, what'd you guys think? I would say, I, I thought it was a good episode. My only thing is like, you know, usually one of, when we say it's a good episode, it, it, it's like a good pace. And I, I feel like this episode, did you guys feel it was kind of like quick? Like, I feel like there was just so much crammed into it, crammed into it and it was good. But I feel like usually when we complain about the pace of the episode, it's because it's too slow. Whereas this episode, like we had, a t like everybody kind of got involved in some way or another. Like, I think I, I tweeted out, like we had no Josh. And like, that oh, was obviously wow. a great thing. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that. We had no Josh, but we had plenty from everybody else. Like I enjoyed it. It, it felt really rushed. My only complaint. You thought it was rushed? Andy, what, did you think it was rushed? Uh, no, I actually kind of thought the opposite. I personally did not really like this episode. Oh, okay. And I think that kind of, I felt like it was dragging on. But I think it's because I didn't really like the episode. I, I don't really know why, but it just, it didn't really do it for me. And I kind of felt like it dragged on. But I would... I'm curious to, to know more as to why Trev, did you think it felt rushed a little bit? Trev, what do you think? I thought it was I thought it was fine. I, I, I thought it was just like kind of like a normal episode. I didn't think it was very like too fast, too slow. I it, it, I thought it flowed fine. Um I did feel like I mean exactly I like our listener says, Adam Meta Meadows, sorry, uh wrote rushed as in Leo rushed. Yeah, exactly. And We're I gonna felt do like that. I felt like, you know, the one thing I do feel rushed this season is people leaving. You know, we've had – how many people have left this house? Four now? Five? And yeah. they spend, what, 60 seconds? I don't know. You know, this one very, seemed very, like, mental health. -ed. You know, you saw, like, the, the captions and all that. Um, so they spent more time. But, like, some of the people that, you know, went home, you know, I, I, I don't know. What else? Maybe, maybe rushed isn't the right word. Like it wasn't like necessarily like it wasn't a big time rush, but it was kind. It was like there was there was stuff just going on. Like every, I feel like the cameras and the scenes. There was more like scenes, and there wasn't like you because usually when we come on, we have like you know five or six things to talk about. Whereas like tonight, which is a good thing. Like I feel like we could talk about you know a dozen different people, a dozen different things that happen. But I mean overall, I would say it was a good episode. 
that I, I, I like I like that mindset right there. There weren't like a lot of like five or six scenes that were a couple minutes each. It was all just very quick, and I don't I don't think I liked that a whole lot, and that's why it felt like it dragged on because I didn't get like locked in to a given scene or like what people were doing. Yeah, but I mean. I, I just could not believe some of the moves Teresa was pulling tonight. I mean, we'll get into it. And I think all three of us are pretty big Teresa fans. Would you, would we all agree on that? I mean, yeah. legend of the game. Uh, great to have her back. Probably her last season, I would say, with another kid on the way. Uh, but it's kind of like that old school, I mean, very dirty-esque, you know, Teresa, which we all love to see. Um, and we'll get into it. But uh, – yeah, with that being said, Alex, should we just start from the beginning? Let's do it. So before, before the challenge, and, and we like I, I like we said, I, there's a lot of stuff going on. So if we left anything out, feel free, chime in in the chat. We'll cover anything we miss, um, or all or all any anybody you know. Let us know what we miss. Um, but before the challenge, I don't think there was a whole lot. It was, I mean, I guess the one thing was a foreshadowed Teresa being kind of caught in the middle between the rookies and the veteran girls. But I think we can probably save that for later in the episode. Cause obviously it comes back up. Um, and then, like you said, we might as well get into it. Cause the only, only other thing of note before the challenge itself was Leo. So again, like just another, this one compared to some of the other ones we've seen actually took like a few minutes. Whereas, you know, what are their names? Like Liv? I think there was a Liv mm -hmm. at one point. Well, she Latin. got hurt. Uh, Nicole got hurt. Yeah. Uh, Natalie, I mean, like, for example, like, Natalie went home because of, like, not an injury, not, like, a mental health thing. Like, literally a pregnancy. And, like, it literally, not, it was like, all right, sorry, you cannot participate. And that is it. I don't think there was a confessional. I don't think there was anything else. It was just, hope to see. It was, like, literally, like, bye-bye. But I, I oh, did. Bye. I did hear rumors. Now that you mentioned that, I did also hear rumors. And, and if Boogie's joined yet, Boogie Brown can correct me. Um, but yeah, that, so Natalie was the one last week, right? Correct. And then I, I heard rumors of Liv when she broke her shoulder on that challenge and like got DQ'd and everything. I also heard rumors that when she was basically in the hospital, they found out that she was pregnant too. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> That's, that's a lie. That's what I'm hearing from the old challenge Reddit boards. Yeah. Is that when she was in the hospital. So, so why did they kick her off? Because of the pregnancy? Or, or because of oh, oh, that that's very Pam Beasley-esque. Was the baby injured? I mean, I don't know. Very sketchy. What did you guys think? Um I know it was because of, you know, mental health and everything like that. I was still a little surprised with Tej like being okay with him leaving. I thought we were going to get, you know, the classic, uh, you know, hope to see you never. Because, like, in the past, I mean, think about this. In the past, how many, how many other things were, like, mental health or anything else? I mean, I, I felt like more it was, like, boyfriend, girlfriend stuff. But, like, you know, were you guys any surprised by that or no? I mean, I was surprised by it. But also, like, you know, they put, like, the whole PSA message up and everything. So then it all kind of made sense that, like, if anybody was going to quit and like, and like, like I, I'm not blaming Leo or anything. No, but like, absolutely not. Yeah. I guess with the way that the whole episode and the whole challenge presented it, I wasn't surprised that, that they had TJ say those words and it does. And Boogie Brown confirmed that that Liv was pregnant. Yeah. Uh, MTV is full of shit. They don't give a flying fuck about mental health. 
I mean, that is all. Think about this. I mean, they don't care about any health in general. I mean, they're sending out people with pregnancies. They're doing hall brawls. I mean, come on. Like, they don't care about any. So don't that mental health, you can put a little asterisk. It's literally any health. Uh, but, I, Andy, what were you going to say? So I was surprised to see that and also very pissed off. I, I mental health is such a big buzzword recently and everyone's going crazy yada yada okay i get it that's fine don't come on the challenge that's tj that's been tj's thing for decades now if you're on this show you have to realize it's gonna it's gonna mess with your head you have to be willing to go in with that and not just i mean literally all it was was he was missing his wife i didn't realize he had a wife but he was missing his wife. He, he was pregnant. Was... I mean, there are there definitely other things, but no. When I, somebody I, for the kid, I I understand. I understand. I just think you know, with some of these think, people, think back. Think back to the the Brandons of the world and all these other people who would go off on episode two, episode three. Oh my, I miss my girlfriend. Shut the fuck up. If you're on the challenge, be on the challenge. Don't call, don't bring on a pro wrestler who's going to quit halfway through because he misses his wife. I get it. It probably sucks. That's the challenge. Don't sign up for it if you're not in it. I'm, it clearly hits a little nerve with me, but when TJ said he supports it 100%, that's when I, I was just like, this is bullshit. All right. <laughs> Alex, anything? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it all comes down to – don't fucking come on if you're gonna if you're if you're going to think if you're gonna double double you know if you if you think you're gonna go home don't come on. <laughs> I will follow it up with this and then we can move on. But it goes back to something I bring up every damn week. No, we no, 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 we're moving on. We're not bringing up. We just we just need no. people on the show who want to be on the show. That's it. God. I don't even know where we are anymore, but continue, Alex. Let's get in the challenge. All right. Yeah. So, so Leo goes home, and then I, I think there's a decent amount to talk about for this challenge because we'll, we'll do kind of our overall thoughts on how well we think it went and everything, but I feel like one of the things I liked about this challenge was just that it, the, the first place, second place, third place went back and forth so many times. And you don't see that. And especially in a challenge like this with that many teams, usually it's like, you know, there's two or three teams battling for those first couple spots. But like when you think about Jay and Teresa, and we'll get into this in a second, but like they started off, they were in last for like the first quarter of the race or whatever. And then they just worked their way up. And like people were just kind of bouncing back and forth, which made it more entertaining because usually you just have that top half, bottom half. But overall, I was a fan of this one. Yeah, I, it, it kind of brought me vibes back of, I don't know if anybody else remembers, I'm going to confuse the seasons up, but kind of like that champs versus pros or champs versus stars, kind of like that last elimination where they had to eat the plate or not the, you know how it was like from point A to point B, it was a running one. It was basically an ops. It was like a short mini final, basically. They had to do those mini tasks and stuff. The one was like a puzzle where the, the 10 grams or whatever the hell they're called. You don't remember that? I, I remember it, but that's just about every final, isn't it? No, but like, I, I'm thinking more of like, think about this. Like, Champs first, it, it, I've, for some reason, I thought it was the elimination. It's it's the finale of Champs first press. Was this the one with Cam Wembley? 
Well, I have no idea. Someone said it's Ryan McCord says now we have two people saying two different things, but it was the one where they were like running through the mud and stuff. Okay, um, that was that was that was CT and Tony. Yeah. Okay. That final was only like four hours, not even. I mean, how long do you think these people ran? I mean, they couldn't finish a puzzle in fifteen minutes. This this obstacle course of a five mile run was probably two hours. So, so did you like this challenge or no? Yeah, I thought it was fine. I'm I'm just saying it was like a mini final, basically. I mean, when we see like these champs versus pro stuff, I mean, it's not a full final. It's you know, a little obstacle course or whatever. Yes, Ace Days is right. It was it was Kara and Durrell. That was the season. Whatever season that is, that is the one. They all just bundle up together and stuff. But and then, but then Ace just said, "Never mind, CT and Tony." No, no, no. <laughs> I, it, it's, I'm thinking of the one Kara and Durrell won. All right, anyways, let's that focus on this challenge. Trev, what are your thoughts on this challenge? I liked it. I said I liked the uh, the finale, or like the, the final <laughs> format like that. <laughs> okay. God. All right, so whatever. I'm done. You guys take it away. <laughs> All right, I'll give, I'll give my thoughts on the challenge. I thought it was really good. I was kind of surprised that they were doing something. This was a beast. A five-mile, like, carrying something heavy – with puzzles, I mean, that's a beast. I was kind of surprised that they were even introducing something like this halfway through the season. Like, this was kind of a wake-up call. It's like, if you want to have a shot at going all the way, you got to be willing to, to dig deep. But I liked it. And it was it was kind of – you didn't know who was going to win until the very end. So, um, Yes, we do have a YouTube channel. We are live on Stir the Pod. Uh, we also just tweeted it out. And Brian McCord said, how heavy do you think uh, that – I don't even know what to call it was, the giant piece or whatever. I'm thinking, it was like, I'm thinking it was like 50 pounds. 100 pounds is a lot. 100 is too heavy, I think. Because, like, Fezzi would, is carrying it with, like, one arm, and I don't think he could be carrying it. I, I would yeah. say, like, 50 to 70. I think 50, yeah. It looked, yeah. Like, it looked like more awkward than – it looked like it was more awkward than heavy. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. because – what what you guys think about some of the strategies with the girls? I thought the girls should always be like, for example, like big T or CT and uh, big uh, big I, CT. Yeah, 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 big CT. Uh, they should always be the girls should be in behind if they're smaller. Like, like so that way it's like this. Yeah. So then it's yeah, it's like this. Some of the some of the teams were vice versa, and it was so much harder to carry. Like yeah. Lolo was in the front. So then the thing is the opposite way now and stuff so she's I, I think like some of the strategy was just not not logical so that that doesn't sound right no i agree i think i think it was more awkward than anything and it's five miles i mean five miles is tough to do anyway so and it, it was one of those things like you wanted to obviously get a good pace going but if you went too fast, then it became too hard to be worth it. So it was like almost you just sort of like a fast walk for most of it and just like make sure you have the thing the entire time. And the teams that did that did the best, I think. With a couple checkpoints thrown in that seemed to be, I think, pretty meaningless in the grand scheme of things. But was there only two checkpoints? The little puzzle, so. the math the puzzle, wall. and then the little uh, hop over the ledge? I think so. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean – Kind of weak. Ace Days just wrote, do you think Ashley would have won if they didn't go the wrong way? Which was Corey's fault. See, I, I, here's how I look it's at it. Say. It's tough to say. 
I think if, you know, it looked like they were pretty close at the end. 10 seconds is what Corey said. Uh, I really, I mean, they, they obviously finesse it. How wrong way can you actually go? Was it like 100 meters or was it like, you know, for me to, you know, my fridge from here? So it's like how far, you know, they kind of finessed it. I, I don't know. I mean, I would say if it was like, you know, a decent amount, like 100 meters or 200 meters, absolutely, 100%. I mean, literally 15 seconds or whatever it cost them. I mean, it is what it is, which I don't know how you go the wrong way. There were signs in like every, you know, direction. Uh, Alex, yeah. you're about to say something. It, it reminded me of uh, Paul. Yeah, it reminded me of Polly of Polly and Natalie in one of those damn finals when final reckoning, when they went the wrong way and there was speculation of one of them maybe doing it on purpose because they knew the deal was coming. But that's what it reminded me of because it was just a, oh, we're going the wrong way. Like they show the camera that's on like their helmet and everything. But that was yeah. – what about – so let's kind of dive into a couple more teams before we move on from the challenge. We talked about talked about Big CT. What about Lolo and Nam? This kind of spilled into the house. But, I mean, they were basically going at each other's throats as, as nicely as you could the entire challenge. I mean, that team's communication is just – bad it is just not good at all um because i i mean one it's hard to understand nam at times when especially at when you're you know four miles into a run and you're you know heavy breathing you can barely understand you know anybody um but that that team really surprised me i think doing one of the worst i thought they were going to be i thought nam was going to be in pretty good shape and i thought obviously lolo being you know I don't know how many times we've heard it, a professional athlete of whatever, 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 you know, I do this for a living. I do this. I do that. Like, I mean, like, okay, we get it. You're an Olympian. Like we get it. I work on teams. I work on teams for a living. Yeah, I do too. It's just not in the Olympic level, you know, but I was, I was disappointed in that team. I thought, I thought Nam, like, I, I, I don't know. I It's hard to tell, you know, they, I think they, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they finished sixth or seventh, like, as a team. So, like, I mean, like, you had teams like Josh and Nani beating you, and it's just like, damn. Well, well, Nani said, remember, she said during it that she's, this is where she exceeds in these type of challenges. She's capable of winning a final, she said. Yeah. Um. I don't know. She really doesn't, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> if you were going to win a final – you would have won a final. Debatable, but if you would, if you invented Facebook, you would have invented Facebook. Yeah, very. No, I, Lolo and Nam, very, very disappointing. I think Anissa and Fezzi. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised. No, yeah. I'm not surprised. But if Anissa thought for a second, if there's one percent chance that she thought. Fezzi was keeping her, that's gone. Because yeah. she is dropped like a bad habit at the second, at the first chance that he can. Yeah. So let's talk about the top team, Teresa and Jay. That surprised me. I did not think Jay and Teresa, if you, if you would have told me this challenge beforehand and pick one team, no chance I would have picked them. They probably would have been fourth or fifth. They would have been in my top three picks. I was thinking that – see, that's the thing. I, I Before the challenge started, I was thinking these two would do pretty good on it. Mm. And, then the first, and then the first ten minutes went by, and they were in last. 
So I was like, uh, am I wrong? That had me more surprised than them winning. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And then they came back and won. I just, I don't know. I feel like this was a challenge, a little bit of endurance, a little bit of strength, but more than anything, just like the similar body type. I feel like they're similar height. They were able to carry it easily. Um, and I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, they're not, like we said, they're not going to win super physical challenges, but in something like this, I don't know. I feel like Jay's got good endurance and so does Teresa. Yeah. Oh, well, go ahead. Well, going on top of same body type, when they put on a hat, they damn near have the same face. When they were up there on the du- double agents, and we'll get into that, I was thinking, wait, who's who? But no, they're, they're a good team. And don't sleep on the fact that they almost won last week's episode too. Jay's good. He gets slept on because he got thrown into the elimination every single round last year. But he surely but, – but Jay didn't, like, beat anybody good last season. Watch yeah. it. He's a beast, and Therese is good too. So, like, that – it didn't surprise me. God. Um, what about – I'm trying to think of other teams. What about, like, Darrell? We're, we're – God, watch it. Like, I just feel like that team is just so, like – just yeah. under the radar, just not doing any. Like they probably get an average of two minutes airtime, if that, and just kind yeah. Of- and and I feel like, and I'm sure we'll get into this later, but I feel like a, a huge theme early on with this season is like painting a target on your own back. Like we've seen Fessy do it. We saw Jay and Teresa do it tonight. CT had a big target on his back early, and I just feel like it's it's such a game where like the target just keeps getting passed around. And like a team like, for example, Amber and Darrell are in a great spot because they're a good team, but they're not doing anything. And they're not like, they don't have their skulls, obviously, and everything, but they're not making enemies, which is basically what so many other teams are doing. Yeah. That challenger wrote, why is Darrell not on anything? And I I, I don't understand why not. I mean, I feel radar like watch. he is on the radar watch. He is so slept on. I mean... This guy has more rings than anybody in the house combined. Like everybody combines now, for sure, probably. Well, you got CT hanging out there. Mickey Mouse rings for CT, but you know. <laughs> um one one other thing I want to bring up. Um, I was a little disappointed. Um, why is Burger King dropped as a sponsor? I don't know. I mean. There was nothing better than just seeing King Tony just hammer those like one dollar and twenty nine cent twenty piece McNuggets that are just so gross. Why would they drop it for like what is it now? Protein pack? Not P3. one, but three of them or something. Sorry, P3. all right, sorry. What? Why would they get rid of the goat? And they didn't even. What was what was that like? Was it just like massage guns that they had? Okay, to be fair, those things are like five hundred bucks. Like those things are well, in, in mid challenge. I bet that was money. Oh, absolutely. That's a huge. You know, all I agree. I agree. Back to Trev's original point. Which which would you rather see on your TV screen? A massage gun or these idiots just shoving Burger King into their face? A two hundred and fifty dollar no uh, Burger King. It's a no brainer. Our I mean, question. who even likes Burger King? Question. Oh, question. Stop it. Or and six K. That is a good point. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Six K. Our direct yeah, double. I, I was thinking that there was maybe a 
time limit where like if any if the winning team got under like an hour and a half or something that doubles but three to six k that's that's i mean that's a good jump yeah one thing i want to bring up too and i know boogie i want to hear boogie's response because i know he's been uh he watches old seasons and stuff but what do you guys think about prizes and stuff do we want to see that more like i I know the, the, the good old days you know they handed out like BMX bikes and, you know, Xboxes, Xboxes. They, they need a BMW motorcycle. Don't forget about that. <laughs> like, I think the Walkman was, like, on there in, like, one of the old seasons. The Microsoft Zoom or Zoom, whatever it was. You know what You know what I miss, though? That's a good point. I wish, I wish they would do it more especially just, like, honestly straight cash like they did it tonight. But the one thing that now that I'm thinking about it, I wish that for this episode, Nelson would have been here. Cause do you do you remember like some of the past seasons where they're like, if you win this challenge, you get one thousand bucks, and it just flashes to Nelson, and he's acting like it's a million bucks. Like that's all. Those are always and like the whole cast does it uh, anyway. But I mean, th- that's always a good reaction to get. Nelly T, rest in peace. <laughs> Legend. All right, so Jay and Teresa win, which you guys thought you know they were top team. I kind of thought. All right. And then what what'd you guys think about Corey and Ashley being second? I mean, good showing. You know, they – You can go in the wrong way. At, oh, I think I'm breaking up. So, Yeah, you're good. Andy, you're good. Ashley's good. When, when, and we might get into this, but when she was pleading her case of not getting the House vote, she wasn't lying. Yeah. Everything she brought up was very true. And – she proved it. Like all those guys sitting there watching her, like hold her own, and Corey leading them down the Corey not completing the puzzle and leading them down the wrong way is the only reason why she didn't win. So she kind of got screwed. But if I'm a guy, I would absolutely want her to stick around and potentially be on my team in the in the uh, final. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel like this was a, a challenge that was meant for them, and obviously they didn't win, but they got as close as you could be. I like this duo probably has more combined final experience than all the other teams. Like they've been, Corey's been to two finals. Ashley's one, two, like they know how to do something like this and they know how to work together. Like they were the only team that's actually been a team before. Uh, so I, I, I feel like they, they did good. I expected them to do good. Good. For yeah. That chat real fast before we move on to the house, that challenger wrote, we need last place go straight into elimination. Like good old days, you know, couple, you know, when, first off, when was the last time they did that? It feels like it was really recent, but it's I think it's been some time. I think it's been a while. I think it's way or back than, than you would think. Yeah. No, I was like thinking like what was before Dirty 30? Vendettas? No, that was after. Invasion was Ex- before Dirty 30. I think yeah. I think the last time though was maybe X's too. No, I, that far? And you go, you have to go back. Rivals, Rivals three? three? No, that was was the last place team. Yes. Oh, I think, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, because the skull was the other thing. See, I, I I like last place going in. I do agree with that. Last place going in, and then just you know, instead of a house, or I don't even mind that a house vote instead of. Or do you like just, the winner picking? 
the loser going in, it just puts more emphasis on the challenge, which yeah. I think is the reason why it's it's the one thing that separates the challenge aside from all the other shitty reality TV show that's out there these days is because you actually have to compete. So putting more emphasis on proving yourself and performing, I'm, I'm always a proponent of. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, th that's all I was going to bring up about that because I do like that format. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. Alex, you were going to say something? No, no, no. I'll just read some of the comments. Corey, yeah, I forgot Corey's been – Corey was in the final last season. Three finals. God, him and Mitch, bloodlines. <laughs> Mouse. So they get back to the house. Challenge is done. Uh, we've talked about Lolo and Nam a little bit. Ashley and Teresa. All right, hold on. Before we get into that, before we get into that, I think the one other thing, because Ashley and Teresa kind of feed into the voting, so we'll do that next. But – uh, the only other thing that happened was how about Fessy and Gabby? I mean, that guy, he doesn't have much game. I'm sorry, but like just the, and those, those camera interviews and everything, like. It, What's up with his outfit? It's always the same oh, like tie and like, it terrible. looks like a, like a clip on tie almost. Like it's just not right. Sweater vet or not or, um, underneath. Like it just looks bad, but. Whatever. Speaking of bad, Gabby is bad well i mean they're obviously foreshadowing she'll they're, they're gonna hook up it's just a matter of what episode um do we think it's like next episode or two episodes but they don't want to let their guard down <sighs> gotta watch it True. that's what archie says when i use defense in that <laughs> watch it <laughs> but he was a d1 football player absolutely absolutely yeah, played at university of tennessee Chattanooga. Chattanooga. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Game of Thrones coat, what Fezzi was rocking. Absolutely. God. Uh, remember when they used to do the double cross? God, well, I'm just reading, having fun reading the comments. Right? <laughs> I love the double, double cross. Double cross was just so like bonkers. Like anybody double could go in and like it was, was awesome. Fun. Like, Still one of the more underrated twists. God. God, just remember how much they use the double cross. They literally told the winner by using the double cross. Does anybody remember? I, I'm putting Boogie on the spot. Does anybody remember who pulled the very first ever double cross? Who pulled it? Was it uh, Jemmy? No. And Jenna? That had been before that. It what was, was that? Jimmy's a good guess. It had to have been before Jimmy, though. I'm guessing it's Dario then. It's got to be Dario. Dario. <laughs> I already know it's Dario. Dario had the first ever ticket to the Oasis on Invasion, and he pulled the first ever double cross. God. Classic. Dario, legend of the game. All right, so where are we? We're, we're back in the house. Let's, let's backtrack a little. So, so can someone explain it to Alex how the whole – like, I, I, I feel like, did Teresa basically ask the entire house to vote Ashley in for her? Or what happened there? Because I, I was kind of looking away for a couple minutes, and Teresa was basically, all I saw was Teresa was talking to everybody, kind of saying, oh, I need to go talk to other people. And then when the house voting started, whoever spoke first said, like, I want to do what Teresa is telling us, which was vote Ashley. So did, like, Teresa come up to a group of people and say, like, I want to go against Ashley or something? Like, do you guys know how that went down? 
Because it I seemed mean, like Ashley and Corey was a hot team to go in, and then it just ended up that way. She was set on Ashley going in. So she wanted – she. I think she felt that Ashley was one of the strongest girls in the house left, which is fair to say. I mean, some of us had her number one on our PRs, and not me. But, uh, <laughs> but like I said – I think she, her main goal was to basically send in Cam regardless. So it was going to be um, – it was basically going to be Cam versus whatever. It, she just wanted to make sure, you know, that's that's who it was. So I, so I was very confused why the house was just like bowing down to what Teresa wanted. But, but – I don't think they the house vote. there wasn't that many people who voted for her. I think there was like nine. Yeah, it was three, three, three. But, but Ashley was saying this in the elimination. There were a lot of burn votes, which made no sense. Well, that's the thing. There's so many people playing this game. Like, for example, like who was um, – I have no idea. I'll see on that little YouTube clip where they show all the votes. But like Lolo, who did she vote for? Leroy. Probably not. That's what I'm saying. God, themselves. I mean, maybe, honestly. Uh, and then, like, think about it. Teresa was playing with all the rookies. I mean, that's like, what, five votes or whatever? God, Jesse. Yeah, there, there were only nine votes for Ashley and Corey. And that's not that's not the vast majority. It's not like uh, – it's not like uh, – challengers to hook up with Lions football players or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alex, you got anything else? No, I'm good. You're good. All right. So I, then it, it, it sounds like, it sounds like basically Teresa was wanting to Ashley to go in no matter what. And so well, I, she, I thought, think, well, she basically thought they were the strongest team that they could get votes for. She yeah. knew Cam couldn't get votes. So she figured, oh, the next best person would be Ashley. So go ahead. And then she was going to message or go against uh, Cam or whatever. So the end. The end? The end. Should we get into the elimination? Or is nothing else really happened in the deliberation? I mean, like we said, Ashley, Ashley gave a good plea for why she should not be voted in. Um, but I feel like this game is just all over the place that nine votes fell their way. Yeah, absolutely. So, yep. So we get into the elimination. Um, what were our thoughts on? So Corey, all right, let's go through this. So Corey and Ashley are the compromised agents, and then I think another thing we need to talk about here is the fact that, um, and this kind of clicked for me as it was happening on the elimination ground was, so Jay and Teresa go into the little house or whatever. They see the votes. They see that Corey and Ashley are going in. And then they cut to like the very next scene and it was them like chilling in the bedroom and Jay didn't say anything to Corey. And that's why that's what kind of pissed off Corey Ashley more than anything. Well, the, here's the thing. I thought if you watch that clip over again, he says, I, I the way I took it was like, you're going in, but he was trying not to like say you're going in, but like you're going in. So like, so like, yeah. You're 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 safe, or you know, like what I'm saying, like giving, telling him, yeah, he's going in, but not actually saying it. Do you not get that? But I mean, 
I guess, but Corey seemed pretty pissed off. Yeah, I know, but the, if you watch the scene when they're in the house, rewatch that scene, and it literally looks like Jay's like, oh, you're fine. Wink, wink, you're fine. So he knows, like, he's going in. Well, and, and uh, Corey did say, you know, you winked at me. It could be one of those things. I think it's maybe I the movie I, Robot or something where if you – it's like the robots don't pick up. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, it's Sunny, Sunny it's Robot. Giving him a wink. It's, that's our robot, isn't it? Yes. Will Smith, yes. Same, same exact concept. Corey just doesn't know what the hell a wink yes. means. Boogie, Boogie gets me. Boogie's, Boogie's picking up. Oh, yeah. oh, I am too. He just – he's saying, yeah, you're saying And And Corey's out here thinking like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I thought I, – that, that's how I picked played it. But, you know, Corey might just – you know, nine times three, Jay should have seen that coming. Like, he should have realized – He's Jay just, should have just said when when Corey said you winked at me and said I was good. It's like yeah, I winked at you <laughs> as I said I, you were good. Yeah, but I don't know. But back to the elimination itself. What do you guys think about them actually pulling the trigger on Cam and not Nani and Josh? I mean, I don't know. I feel like she would have just been in a good spot if she picked. I, I don't know. I feel like she just. She sent in the two strongest girls against each other. One of them was obviously going to win and have Teresa. And I feel like Teresa before it, when, you know, she went to Cam basically saying like, you know, if you want to go in, tell me. And then the fact that she obviously sent her in anyway, just made an enemy out of Cam. And I mean, good for Teresa for like going all out, putting all your chips in and like trying to get a strong girl out. Cause you know, it's going to happen. But then not only do you have one enemy, but you have, you know, Leroy, Kyle, all these people who are against you now. So I don't know. I was leaning towards Teresa MVP early on, but then the more this episode went on, it's like it's kind of like the Fessy thing a couple episodes ago. It's like you did good, but long term, gonna oh, have that side. Long term, it was a dumb play. I mean, yeah. Because that alliance, I mean, if you look at the alliance they're in, Teresa's basically in that rookie alliance, and she's basically against now most of the vets, if not all the vets. Because they don't know. I, Mikey the doctor said sending in Cam was the smart move to get Ashley out. Personally, I think even if, if she would have thrown in Nani, it wouldn't have stirred up as many things. And I still think Nani would have beat Ashley in that elimination. I, I, I think the, the dumbest thing that they did, uh, Teresa and Jake combined, was they talked to everyone. They mm -hmm. talked to Cam saying, yeah, you're going to be good. She talked to Ashley. And at first she said she was going to be good. Then she started backpedaling. Yeah. But realistically, people haven't, like, don't, don't go telling them they're safe because that's what pisses people off. That's how you get a target put on your back. If she wanted to, if they wanted to take Ashley out without ruffling any feathers, why not put in Lolo? Lolo would smoke her. Lolo wouldn't even have to jump. She would just, like, reach and put them on. And who's she going to piss off, Nam? Because Lolo and Nam is as far as that alliance goes. That's actually that's actually really – that's a good idea. And then, and then she could have done what, what Big CT did last week because when, when Cam went – or no, when Teresa went to Cam saying that, it gave me flashbacks of when, C, when Big CT went to Nam and, and Lolo saying, hey, look, do you want it? If not, that's fine. We won't put you in. And that was huge. And it looked like Teresa was going to do the same thing. 
And if she would have put in Lolo, she kind of gets part of that Cam Leroy alliance, which would be massive for them. But for her to do that and then throw her in, it's just like you there was no you had the perfect opportunity. Yeah. You set yourself up and then you shot yourself in the foot. I agree. She could have just done that. And I think Lolo was I think Lolo was the shot. Um, you know, looks like some people are saying they agree with your statement, Andy, which is good. No. Shout out, shout out to the chat. God. So then so then Jane Teresa pick uh Cam and Kyle to go down. And then this is when TJ announces that it's gonna be a big elimination for the guys to watch their girl partners go. And I mean that just that had the whole cast going. That had all of us going. And I, I, I know we joke around about like Fezzi with the University of Tennessee dot 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 Chattanooga. But literally that dot 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 tonight, Ashley literally flicked off the crowd, walked in like a full circle, and then he said it. It was ridiculous how long. It was like 15 seconds. I was able to get a tweet out. God. Um, but I, I was thinking this during the episode though, like it, and I get, well, it all kind of comes back to the school numbers, right? At least at this point. Cause when you, when I was thinking about during the episode was like the numbers, cause Leo went home, were completely even. There was no rogue agents, guys and girls were even, but it came down to mostly the fact that the skull number, cause I think going into this episode and Niso is the only girl with the skull, correct? Correct. And three different three. guys. Three one, yeah, three yeah. one. So that kind of led the whole cast to believe that it was a girl, and then TJ just, TJ just peaked. TJ just threw us a curveball. Watch it. So, so all right. So, what did you guys think? What did the chat think about the elimination itself? I thought this was just one of those weird ones. I don't know. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, just because I feel like this is one of those where you get any two good challengers. And you do it ten times, and it's going to be about five to five. Well, it's whoever can get the first, you know, the momentum, kind of like that, you know, the timing and everything like that. Yeah. As soon as you get it, I feel like you should be fine. But both looked very awkward, like the entire time. Um, you know, nobody really got a footing. I think I think the final score was six three. I could be wrong on that. Um, so it was kind of close. Um, but I wish we would have seen something in, you know, with those two people going into an elimination, a little more like something physical and, you know, we yeah. just get it tonight. So I, I didn't hate this elimination. It was definitely a little awkward and it was a little random, but I bet if these two went in to the elimination 10 times, I bet Cam's coming out winning seven out of 10 times. Yeah, I but, agree. I, I do think that there was just that it's it's kind of like, I mean the, I like when the challenge is a mix of randomness, athleticism, and just hoping that you can figure it out. And it took a little bit of thinking in terms of how you're going to do it, a little bit of athleticism, and a little bit of randomness. So I w I, I liked it. Um, question for the two of you: What was Ashley doing when she was putting the ring in her knee? And, and she thought that that was like genius. Did, did either of you pick up on that? She was like, oh, now I got it. I put it on my knee. And well, I was just like, 
the 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 whatever they're they're attached to you. The rings are attached to you, and the only way she could right. get it off, like the belt or whatever they were attached to, was using her knee. Because she could she could not literally unhook it from herself. She was having a hard time, so she was using her knee to literally rip it off. Right. Right? Push it back up closer to her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because she that that was her breakthrough, and I was like, wait, what? But okay. So okay. So now I got, I got a question too, and I we might need Boogie to chime in here. Is does the, they said Cam's elimination record is ten and 10 one? And one. Yeah. Can, I knew it was she's a beast. She's I, a beast. But I, I knew it was good and I knew she didn't have that many losses, but the wins, I was gonna guess like seven, maybe eight tops. She has ten. Like yeah. that's crazy. Whoa. She has ten that's eliminations. A- I'm I'm reading she's eight and two. I was gonna I, say yes, I, I heard ten and one twice. I heard ten and one twice too. I'm on I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. Let's think crazy. about let's think about her losses. I think Chad will be able to help us out with that. Who did didn't, didn't Tori beat her? No, she lost. Tori lost to her. Tori lost to her. That yeah, was when Boogie. Tori was a mercenary. That's right. Boogie says eight and two. Who who were those losses? Her rookie season was in Deda. She went to the final. So the Wikipedia page is wrong. <laughs> No, she he says ten total. She said it's eight. Oh, it's eight and two. Yeah, yeah. saying eight and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know she lost to uh, Polly and Ninja. I just pulled that out of my ass. She lost to Polly and Ninja on that fucking yeah. The spin. God, Adam, the spin puke challenge. Cam lost that one on. She lost I, to Kara uh, and Marie. And well, was, yeah, Ace just, Ace, Ace just said that. Yeah, that was one of those fucking seasons where they were bouncing up back and forth. Was that the same season where they were tossing Natalie in the ball? She lost, she lost to Brooke Hogan in Chance for Stars. Doesn't count. Clarify, doesn't count. But just throwing it out there. Second episode. Fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. So any other thoughts on the elimination? So Cam wins. Well, well let's bring this up because I saw, I saw someone re- put it down. Blow me. How, how good do we think Cam is? I think she's overrated. I think, I think she's Jesse. Jesse Adams said that. I think she's very good. So my question is, I I think right now she is the best person in the house, hundred percent girl in the house, absolutely. If you were to put her up against some of the OGs in their prime, like an Emily or a Coral, how well does she? Could could she even compete against these people or no? Here's so no. I think I think you're telling me, Trev. We talked about this earlier this season. Emily in her prime, Laurel in her prime against Cam. Come on, Cam's going against forty-five year old Anissa on this season and thirty-five year old Nani. Well, here's my question: If she's eight and two, actually, who has she beaten? Like, has she beaten any? Someone said that her win against Ashley was the most impressive elimination win she's had. And if that's the case, then I think Adam Mito's hit it on the on the head. She's good. She's not great. So here yeah. we go. Vendettas, Tori, Ashley, and Natalie. Tori, Tori's a good win. 
100%. Okay, Boogie Brown. Emily's overrated. We're, we're drawing the line right there. We are Easy, the Boogie. Easy. Tori, Ashley, Natalie. She lost to Brooke Hogan in her partners. She beat Natalie and Polly, which Natalie and Polly, okay. She beat Devon and Josea. Who cares? Who? She lost to Kara in the Redemption House and beat Brad and Kyle. Okay. When she was with Ashley Kane, she beat Amanda and Josh and lost to Polly and Ninja. I mean, Not the best resume. It's like, so, yeah, I, I, you can beat Tennessee Tech, but what do they do in the Big Ten? So, so does that mean before tonight, her last elimination win was Josh and Amanda? So Boogie wrote she beat Ashley twice, Natalie twice, Tori, Josh, and Amanda. I don't know. I, you know, my, that, take, my take, my take on Cam is. I've, I, from the beginning of her kind of challenge career, she came on and, and the reputation was she was a very strong competitor. And so because of that, I thought she was just a little overrated because I wanted her to prove – I wanted her to prove it a little bit. But, and I think as the seasons have, have gone on, in my opinion, she's kind of shed that overrated tag more and more. And I think she's now to the point where she's – when you look at girls who do the challenge now, she's in the top. She's one of the best, if not the best – Kara has been gone for a few challenges. So that kind of changes things. But, I mean, she's right up there in terms of active challenge girls. Um, but I think there's still a, a decent gap between that level and the all-timers, the Emily. Yes. And, the world yes. and, the world. and mainly the main thing is being the ring. Like, I, it doesn't yes. matter. Like, you can talk about how good you are, how physical you might be. That's great. But at the end of the day, you have to win something to be considered in that in that group. So we have a mix, a lot of mixed people going around. We have a lot yeah, of overrated. Boogie's right, not overrated. I mean, I don't know. This, I mean, is a, this is an interesting take. I'm surprised a lot of people are saying that she is, truthfully, because I do think she is one of the best that we've had in the past three years. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think in the past, like, how long? I mean, who who can even compete against her? Like from this new, like, like today, this this new era. Could you I imagine? think Tori, Kara, Lolo. I don't know, and that might be it. I mean, she's good. She's really good, but she she needs a win to secure herself in the top tier of challenges. So if she doesn't win this season, like, how many more left does she have to like prove herself? I mean, then I mean, again, CT, like, I mean, CT didn't win for how many seasons? I also think, though, I'm pretty sure that Cam is like, she's, I think she's like 26 or like 25. She's very, very young. Wow. Like she yeah. has people and, forget how young you could be before. Yeah, yeah Casey was 18. Like let's say let's say she does it. Till what was the girl from Fresh Meat or uh, Cutthroat? Wasn't she like sixteen? What was her name? S starts with an S. S Svetlana was. Oh, Svetlana. Fresh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad. God, she was like sixteen or something. She's probably. It's a car. Uh, Ryan McCord brought up a good uh, competitor. Oh, you're lagging, Andy. Fight with. Cam 
you you're kind of you you were lagging there. You say Jenny? Je- yeah, Jenny. Yeah, okay. You're still kind of lagging, but yeah, I mean Jenny Jenny head to head. I mean, but people forget Tori beat Jenny in a hall brawl. Tori's good. God, Tori Tori is Tori overrated. Tori has lost, you know, the last couple. Ooh. So is this whole era overrated? The, yeah. Yes. Cam Cam, I feel like Cam throughout her her challenge career has become less overrated and Tori's become more overrated. Almost, I like that take. Almost enough to the point where it's almost like you know they're overrated, so are they really overrated? It's like I like I used to always say, like Mike Conley was one of the most underrated NBA players, but then everybody said that, so it's like, is he underrated anymore? So, yeah, I, I like that on all fronts. Go Wildcats! Ah, Tori also lost to Anissa. Yeah, not yeah. not a good look. Tori's been overrated, absolutely. Uh, God. <laughs> so the elimination, Cam wins. What else is new? She's what did you guys think about her keeping Kyle? I was surprised. I I thought it was a good move. They're the only I, score. I think the move is smart. Right? I think the move is smart. Yeah. But go ahead. They're the only team with, with two schools, right? Yes. It gives them a little bit of protection. Kyle's a good competitor, like we've talked about before. And I think at this point, they're kind of – they're playing with house money. Nobody's really – we said two skulls. <laughs> she ain't coming back with a skull. Let's be real. Who, Anissa? Yeah, she, she's going in. It doesn't matter. I think – why I'm saying that no, – What are you saying? The, the, the no, team? No, no, no. I, I, I know, but what I'm saying is she ain't keeping that skull. Let's be Not real. chance. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody's shitting on us now, selling us Anissa. And now, now Corey is rogue, right? Yes. So Corey's oh. – one thing I'm sorry to backtrack even further, way back, all the way back to the actual challenge itself. I tweeted this out, but how pissed do you think Devin was that he wasn't going to do the challenge today? And here he is now with a new partner. Uh-huh. He has to run five miles with this giant ass thing and finish in seventh or eighth place. Yeah, but I mean, when your new partner is Gabby, how much can you really complain? God, watch it. I did notice he was behind her, I think, the whole time. And shout out to BME. We got some butt shots today. There's a couple good Ashley ones. Don't sleep. So so has Corey now gone from Tori to Natalie to Ashley to Rogue? Yeah. It's changing every episode. It's kind of, it's almost like the it's almost like the defense against the dark arts in Hogwarts. Like it's changing every single time. Or or Corey's like actual relationships. God, watch it. Alrighty, so is that it? I I think I think we're ready for some segments. If you guys are ready and the chat's ready, um, what are we thinking? What do we got first? This are we going uh this day? Is if you guys are ready for it? I mean, born ready. Love it. If, if Boogie is ready for it. Mm. All right. So, so we'll get into a few segments before we wrap it up here. Um, first one, this day in challenge history. <laughs> this day in challenge history, we've got a couple trivia questions for you guys. As you guys are thinking of the answers, obviously we'll look at 
all the answers, all the comments coming in through the chat. Um, first one, this day in challenge history season is once again, bloodlines. And basically the question is who it's kind of a, not a trick question, but the higher level guys will understand in the elimination episode nine, Jamie won, which guy lost and went home because Jamie won and bloodlines. I thought you were going to say, who is Jamie? <laughs> was, talked it, about. was it bananas uh, and Vince? It was not bananas and Vince. What episode was that? Like 11? We'll, we'll get into that in a few weeks. I have no idea. Mike. It's not Mike. There's no way it's Mike. It was Mike. God, Boogie's, Boogie has to be just re-watching you could have just guessed, You could have just guessed the name. You could have just said Mike. <laughs> yeah, it was It was, wow. it was, it was they, when they win against uh, CT and Zach. When they were, it was, they were they, they, yeah, they were mercenaries. They were like tugging things kind of against the wall or something. Yeah, CT and Zach. I think it was Abram, or sorry, uh, Jamie went against CT and Mike went against Zach. And if you remember Mike, he was a small guy, so he, he was going to lose either way. Uh, but yeah, so that, that was. That was this day in challenge history, Bloodlines edition. Jamie won, Mike lost. Uh, the Ova. Wait, so you're telling me when Abe went home that season, he didn't see an elimination. Correct. Because both the times they were in, he wasn't in. Yeah, it's almost criminal. God, watch it. Yeah. Like Abe, almost criminal. God. I think Abram did have a couple uh, public urination charges. Yeah. Boogie Brown can correct me on that. Um, all right. Next next question. This day in challenge history, uh, X is two edition. Ooh. We got two parts here, so we'll take them one at a time. First part, episode three, who won the challenge? What pair won the challenge? The name of the challenge was... Not gonna help. On again, off again. I just take guesses on good teams from X's too. Jordan and Sarah. That would have been like you got it. No. That was it? Yeah. You got it before Boogie. That's all that matters. God, I did not. So so Jordan and Sarah won. They voted Adam and Brittany into elimination, and Adam and Brittany won. Who did they beat? Episode three in the elimination. Oh, I know who it is because I'm picturing, I'm doing the backwards of the thing. It's the, he was little dicky esque hair. Um, oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know his name. Who did? <laughs> it was Simone. I, I think it was Simone. Who did Adam and Brittany beat in the elimination? It's the little dicky guy. I don't John. know. John? Did someone say that? Yeah, John and Simone. God. He does. <laughs> I told you. I couldn't think of what I, I could like picture him, but I couldn't think of his name. It was it was the fucking eating challenge. God. What oh yes, yes. Like, you had to guess how much how much of something you could eat. That was so that. stupid. 
was it one of them cookies and someone said like 34 or something well, like that? And, and i remember a classic line in that was uh because basically it was like you say a number and then your opponent says a higher number whoever cuts it all like, but, but there was a classic scene i think simone was involved in some way where like i think britney said like so i think simone said like eight and then britney raised it to 10 and then simone said like seven like she went lower <laughs> than britney's number like she didn't understand she had to say a, a bigger number than that that can't be right that's fake god so, so that was this day in challenge history uh episode three and it was also r.i.p shout out dm brown last episode on the season or on on the on the series damn that's that a, a uh, that was a big episode for the show can we can we bring that up real fast how how far do you think that team would have gone I mean, that season, pretty far. I mean, I feel like that's a top five team, if not top three, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's based on the fact that they're uh, they're good at the challenges, but also it was that's in the prime era, which I guess is still going on, where people are afraid to vote CT in. Yeah. And he, he yeah. kind of was working with Bananas, working with Wes at the same time. So I don't know. I mean, I, that was a good team. Yeah, one of my favorite seasons. Exus Two is a great season. Yeah, and obviously that was the last one for Night as well. Uh, we'll probably bring that up later on in the season, but R.I.P. Shout out to both of those. No love. All righty. What what what's our next segment? All right. So next segment uh, is a one that we've done on the pod before, first time this season, and it's called. I'll explain it and then we can get into it. It's called State of the Challenge. And so basically this is where we do this maybe once or twice a season. I wanted to bring it up this episode because we're six in. I think there's 19, uh, 19 episodes this season. So we're about a third of the way through. And we kind of, purpose of the segment is we kind of zoom out from the episode itself and just talk about kind of the direction of the challenge, how the season's going, how it's comparing to last season and everything. Just so a more sort of macro view on how this how the show is going because we've seen in the past you know five years or so every season kind of fluctuate like this season's way better than the last or worse or you know whatever we think so you know a couple times a year we do state of the challenge what we think of it and everything so I, I can go first real quickly and then you guys chime in and then i'll come back in but i would say overall we're in a good spot and i think the trajectory of the episodes for this season are good because i feel like everyone's everyone's good it's slowly getting better maybe we'll see you know i like the formats interesting um and then compare that to last season and i would love to get the chat's thought on this but i think i think it's been better than total madness i mean looking back on total madness i think total madness was pretty average it was kind of just a very forgetful season um but I would say overall, I think we're in a good spot. State of the challenge, we the heartbeat is good. What do you guys think? Absolutely, could not agree more. Uh, such a better season than last year. Um, it just feels. It just feels. I don't know if it's just kind of been like we've kind of been withdrawn for not. You know, like the challenge has not been on forever, and now you know we're kind of back, and it's like it just feels good to be back. You know, we're recapping again live with you guys and maybe that's why maybe it's the chat you know maybe they're just giving us the energy that we need to pump through the season i don't know andy 
Yeah, I, I like it. I, I really like where the challenge at where the challenge is at right now. I think comparing it to Total Madness, it's already looking much more promising. Um, I think we're at a good spot where there's going to be some good episodes to come because last season it was all the got to get your school, got to get your school. That was the big rush at the end. The other big twist that we have for this season that we didn't have is the changing of the teammates. So that is going to be huge when we start coming down to the wire. And that's where I think not only do you need to get your skull, but you need to make sure you pick who you want to be running the final. And maybe running the final, we don't really know. But that's where these last – these last few episodes, as we get closer and closer to the final, who, who you pick after you get your skull is going to be huge, or after you lose your partner is going to be huge. All right. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we talk about uh, – hey, hey, Sorry, I, I hate to interrupt. Go ahead. I feel great until I read Boogie's message, message right there. Episode 8 through 19 is going to be lit. And that's what worries me, though. 19 episodes is a lot. And that's what yeah. scares me, that we could just be on a path of very slow, you know, for the next five episodes. And that's what scares me. Because think about this, in five episodes, we still have eight left. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's, it's a great point, especially to bring up now, because like we, I think we even touched on it last week, is this middle of the season, it's the dreaded middle of the season, where it's usually you get average episode followed by average episode and they bump it up towards the end a little bit uh loved by you a great point i think everybody was too too kumbaya last season so true and i think what we what we look for especially when we bring up this segment is it's that arrow it's which way is the arrow pointing for the whole series of the challenge because i think when we i'm trying to think about what seasons we've we've done podcasts for and Final Reckoning, if you guys remember, terrible season. The next season after that was War of the Worlds. And so, like, the arrow between that was pointing up. Like, War of the Worlds was a very good season. And I feel like since then, though, War of the Worlds 2 started off good kind of week after. Uh, total Madness, same kind of thing. It was just kind of average throughout. This one, like we've kind of said, has started off really good, better than last season. And if it can keep on this pace, I think we're in a good spot. All you're looking for, you're not looking for this season to be the best challenge season of all time. You're just looking for it to be better than last season. And right now, I think we're we're there. We just got to keep it up for a long, obviously, like you said, we have fucking 12 episodes left or whatever it is. There's a long way to go, but I, I think we're on a good pace. 19 episodes is actually insane. 19 hour and a half long episodes is Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yep. Ridiculous this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's also kind of deliciousness. <laughs> oh, alrighty. We got any more segments? Uh, we got one more. Wait, we got two more. I want to bring up one. I know we we don't okay. have it. Um, haven't done this in a while, but I feel like a lot of people like this one okay and i think we got to go back to some uh radar watch who's on our radar watch boys i think the highest radar watch right now is Darrell and amber 
We kind of hinted at it earlier. But Darrell has been zero this entire season. Yeah. Which, which I'm fine with right now. If he can just, you know, kind of slide it on the radar, grab his skull late, and make a move, who says no? Yeah. Darrell has been on radar watch since episode one. Absolutely. But seriously, Mikey the Doctor, who who else like would be on the radar watch? Like you would think if you were if a normal person were to watch this and you saw the entire cast list, like last episode, this episode Darrell got um, more airtime. You would have never thought Darrell was even on this season. It would have just been a normal season where Darrell and it's not like a Darrell is like some weak ass player. Like this dude is a legend. Yeah. Like show some respect to him, I feel like. And I feel like they're they're just so obsessed with, you know, kind of this new era. They're kind of forgetting about the vets. And I, I even still like, you know, like obviously they gotta show CT. He's kind of like as as soon as, you know bananas left the show he's kind of now the new fit or like he's kind of taken over you know like that spot but that challenger casey for example another person i mean she was mine she was mine in the beginning oh sorry andy go ahead no that's all i was gonna say she was mine in the beginning but i I think i think the second one behind durrell is probably his teammate and repeat who i don't know if they just sleep all day or what but they don't do anything um, love yeah. by you said Michi. Michi's Michi, a good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. Michi gets no airtime at all. And it's kind of like, you know, we're starting to trim the numbers down. And that's what worries me. If you have a couple of these people towards the end of the show by episode 11, 12, I don't want to see, you know. Trev, 11, 12 is not the end of the season. Yeah, but God. we're still in the third quarter at that time. But you know what you're saying is spot on. But I'm saying it gets even worse. I know. That's why I'm. I'm hope like realistically, how many confessionals has Amber B had? I think she had one tonight. For what? Three seconds? She probably said yeah. it was very like one. very. It was very like Casey last season, where Casey was, you know, okay. In today's challenge, this is what we're gonna do. After TJ literally just explained it, and you're just like, okay, we got Casey's air. It's like MTV producers are like. Oh, Casey airtime? Check. We're good. Next. <laughs> Next episode or whatever. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm almost to the point now where I, when I think about the girls on the season and I go through them in my head, I say, like, I have Amber, like, the Amber who is Darrell's partner and then the Amber who got in a fight with Devin that one time. Because mm-hmm. both of them don't say anything. And I don't know like what they re- what their voices really sound like or anything, what they can do. Um, but that's just kind of how I how I differentiate them in my brain. Is like one is with Darrell, one is with now Michi. Michi. And and that that's the one that almost went into elimination that one time. She got in a fight with Devin and all that. But yeah, those are you know, we're getting a little bit into the meat of the season, so we start to run out. Radar watch picks, but Darrell and, and Darrell and Amber, his partner, might be a radar watch for the next episodes. Uh, Mikey the Doctor wrote, "Can we have a segment with people that get too much airtimes?" LOL. It would be all Josh related. Uh, my question to you, Mikey the Doctor, would be, "What would you want that segment to be called?" Because I'm all game for it. Mm. What would be a name for that? Basically, get up screen? <laughs> basically, who? Within an episode, had too much time on screen, or something. Even though, even though, did Josh have anything tonight? 
He didn't. He didn't have much. Which makes me worried that next oh, God. episode is going to be a very heavy jump. And we saw the previews too. Well, here, here's the nice thing. We don't have to worry about him ever winning an elimination, so we don't have to see being him being king. That's that's perfect to start off. So how much drama can he stir up in the next episode, re realistically? He'll find a way. Well, let, let me go this route with you. Uh, going off of what Mikey, the doctor, is proposing, who would be your pick for tonight? For what? Uh, for who had too much air time? I think we could call it ridiculousness because it's the only thing on MTV. Either, <laughs> That's good. I, I think I, I think I've got one for this episode. I want to get your guys' thoughts, and I think he's probably a candidate for a lot of episodes. It's Kyle. Kyle gets a lot of screen time, but I like his I like his screen time. Oh no no! I'm, oh was was that was part of it too much? I think. Oh, yeah. Because I agree. I do really like Kyle. Maybe Teresa. That challenger. I, Teresa, I like her. She's great. She doesn't need that many confessionals. She doesn't have that many. This this episode, she if this episode she had quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, even, yeah. even in the past, you know, as much, you know, I might get some backlash for it. CT gets a lot of airtime too. True. Or, the or thing literally, like, think about this. How many times do they like bring up the fact that like CT per episode goes like, oh, I love C or I love Big T so much. Like she might not be a hard worker, or she's she's a very hard worker, but she's you know not that strong or whatever. Every episode, I feel like it's brought up at least twice. But I don't know. The the thing is too when we talk about Darrell for our radar watch, which is, is the pick, like he's obviously like flown under the radar completely, but you think about a week ago, I think one of our top picks would be Teresa. Cause up to, like, yeah. it's easy to forget now, but like before this episode, she was not on at all. And so really all it takes sometimes, and we've seen this in seasons past is like one episode to flip that. Like Teresa was on a ton this episode and because of what made her, on this episode so much you would tend to believe it's going to be on a lot going forward and so i don't know in the you know is more of a quieter person but you know who knows sometimes it's all it takes is that one episode to get involved in the game just a little bit and then you're stuck then you're in it you're going to be on every episode so and i and i for the sake of Darrell, i hope that's the case because i love the guy well, that's all I wanted to say about radar watch, and I, I do like that new segment. Kind of who gets too much airtime, and yeah, you know, it's kind of we'll, we'll, we'll workshop a name. Yeah. All right. Is it time MVP LVP? MVP LVP. Uh, yeah, it is. I think we go to the chat again. I, I yeah. know we had posted it, but who in the chat do you want to see start the MVP LVP discussions? Out of us three. I mean. Yeah. Before you guys give your picks, pick between us, Trevor, going left to right, Trevor, Alex, Andy, who we want to start giving MVP picks, and then we'll go through there. And then we'll go through the snake, give our picks, and then as we're giving our picks, you guys give yours in the chat. But, you know, because usually when we give these picks, we kind of just pick randomly who goes first. But we want to turn it to the chat. Again, like I was it last week when we did this for the first time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to give you guys <laughs> you guys 
give you guys a chance to say who wants to go first and everything. Well, surely it went fine last time. So, all right, we'll the doctor, Alex, Andy, Trev. I you stick with that for the order. I'm fine with that. Oh, well, that's well, we three different answers. Don't sleep that challenger coming in, giving me some respect. My, Mikey sent the full list. You want to just go with that? Let's do that. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> all right, that's fine. All right, all right. So we'll, we'll that will be the order: Alex, Andy, Trevor, and then as we're giving our picks for MVP and LVP, give in the chat who you guys think for MVP and LVP. All right. All right. Go ahead, Alex. My MVP of the episode. Hmm. I, I don't have a pick ready, so hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking, you know what? I'll go Cam. God, no shit. Uh, you think? God. <laughs> Easy MVP. I'll go Cam. I think before the last 30 minutes, I might have gone Teresa, but just the way everything unfolded, Cam got her skull. And, you know, we're in a position now where – when a, the past couple seasons, when a strong person gets their skull pretty early, that's dangerous. You're not going to be voted in anytime soon, most likely. She still has Leroy, and she'd be the champ. She'd be the two-time champ. We already talked about Cam enough, so maybe this is the time for her to get a ring, but I'm going MVP, Cam. Absolutely. Andy, who you got, MVP? Good pick. Um, my MVP is going to be one that – Mikey the doctor actually called out in the chat. I'm going to go with Kyle. Um, he didn't necessarily do a ton, but when you look at where he's standing today, he's got his skull. His partner, who we've talked about as being one of, if not the best female left in the challenge, she chose to stay with him, and now she has her skull. So I don't see how they get put back into an elimination. I don't see how they're at risk. I think Kyle might have just punched his ticket to the final by way of Cam winning and picking him. So my MVP goes to Kyle. Wow. All right. Well, good picks. You know, when we do MVP, LVP, we can't uh, choose the same pick. Um, both of those were mine. So I'm going to do a little curveball tonight. My MVP is going to be Josh. Josh who? Josh Martinez for not being on our screen tonight. Is oh, my I ain't mad at that. This episode, he was the MVP because we saw none of him tonight. We don't have to talk shit about him. But I'm still going to talk shit about him because literally it was perfect. It felt great. We don't hear drama. We didn't have anything. No tears. We're still on the under right now. Remember, we did, what was it, six and a half? Yeah. Keep in mind, we got 19 episodes for that. Yeah. So my MVP tonight is for Josh, not necessarily his performance, but he wasn't on tonight's episode at all. So that is my reason. Good pick. My LVP, I really want to do Burger King. That was going to be my LVP. But What about Protein. Nah, it would be more of Burger King losing the sponsorship. But my LVP tonight has to be Jay. I just think he fell, he fell for that trap, and he just let his partner run the show, especially now that both of them don't have a skull, 
in, I mean, half the house is against him. It's only a matter of time. Like he realistically best case for him now would you go in right away and literally get a new partner as fast as possible. So my LVP is Jay. And I think just the whole, I mean, we talked about it earlier, the whole logic lying to Corey, why not just dodge him and don't say anything? Be like, I, honestly, like, I, I don't know or anything like that. And it seems like even what Cam said in the last thing, like, oh, you know, Teresa's, you know, might've been controlling Jay or whatever. And it's the lasting effects are going to happen on Jay too, not necessarily more Teresa. So my pick's going to be Jay. That was a good pick. I think Jay got sucked in and I think he showed the fact that he's just a sophomore in the challenge. He's playing this as a team game right now. This is not a team game. Devin played it very nicely over the past couple of weeks when he was going through his little shuffle. He was always thinking Devin first. Jay was just saying, Teresa, whatever you want, that's fine. It's going to bite him in his ass. It did today, and I think he kind of put a target on his back. Good pick. Yeah. Um, so it's me or is it Alex? Let's not get lost in the sauce. It's, uh, it's you, Andy. I think it's me. Okay. So my LVP, and I don't know if I've ever said these words together in a sentence ever, and I don't know if I ever will again. Oh, God. My LVP is TJ Lavin. I refuse. Okay, okay, before you continue. All right, what's your LVP, Alex? There you go. I refuse to accept the fact that TJ is okay with someone quitting. And I know we live in this PC world nowadays where, oh, if someone is missing his little wife, then he can go home. That's mental health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. This is the challenge. I expected it to be different. I expected TJ to be different. TJ hates quitters. That dates back as far as I can remember the challenge. So for the fact that he can say, I 100% support this decision, immediately, anything else going to happen in the challenge doesn't matter. TJ to go back on like his one principle of the challenge, LVP for me, easy. Wow. There's not I know. much to say. I know. I, 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 again, I don't ever want to say those words together again. But when he said, when he addressed it, I was like, okay, here we go. This is the classic, you know, I want people to be on the challenge or have a safe flight home, hope to see you never. Like, that's what I was waiting for. But for him to say I 100% support it, I was just like, who are you? This isn't my TJ Lab. Okay. Wow. Did not see that coming. Well, I, I mean, you make a valid point. So, I told you when we talked about it earlier, that, that struck a chord with me. Because think about how many times people have quit because they missed their significant others. It's happened damn near every season. And TJ rips him a new one. And for him to just say, I 100% support it, get out of here. LVP. All right. Well, <laughs> Alex, the floor is yours. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think we've had a TJ LVP. I can't disagree with it. I, and when, after I get my pick, we'll, we'll do some honorable mentions. Because I, I have a few that I thought would get taken. But I think – so now I'm on the spot because I actually have to choose one of them. 
my LVP pick, I'm going Devin. What? He did nothing wrong. Interesting. When I when I think about, I'm giving it because of kind of the episode to episode, your stock in the overall challenge. How how are you sitting? How are you faring with everybody else? And he went from in the episode he was going to have a free ride. He was going to be a rogue agent, and he and it didn't come back to bite him this episode. But he got paired with uh, Gabby, who I just feel like there's a good chance that. Fast forward a few episodes, whatever it is, if he's still with Gabby, let's say, I feel like there's a good chance where however the girls' votes shape out, they kind of think, oh, let's send Gabby in because she's an easy win. They throw that team in there, and then maybe TJ says, instead of doing the dot, dot, dot like he did tonight, he switches it up on them and says it's a guy's elimination. For a guy like Devin who already has a skull to only get dragged down there because your partner is a layup, that's kind of, that's kind of, it's, it's, it's a bad spot to be in. And like you said, he didn't really do anything bad this episode. So it's not a knock on what he did. I'm just thinking more of kind of how he, how he sits in the whole house. And you think about how he compared to a week ago where he was rogue. He could have been paired with looking at the elimination, Ashley or Cam, maybe potentially, or a strong partner that got switched. Instead he's with Gabby who doesn't have a school and might drag him down sometimes. So so I'm I'm going I'm going uh, Devin for my LVP. Wow. All righty. Let's see some of the. Uh, so, so one of my one of my honorable mentions. And yeah, I let, let's hear them all. Let's hear them all because you said you had a few. I'm very intrigued, especially when you choose Devin. So right, I, I had I had Teresa just kind of the way it ended at the end of the episode. But the one yeah. I want the one I want to do a quick uh, sort of stir the pod roundtable on with the chat included, of course, is. Ashley, and the reason I bring that up, and the only reason I would have given it is just because she lost two eliminations in one season. And so my question is, who else has lost two eliminations in a season? Because I know there's a lot of Redemption House people. Like, for example, I know Devin did not lose two because he got brought back like Ashley did, but he didn't lose again. Um, but like Bananas, I know lost Bananas and Nani, they lost two against Leroy and X's two. I mean, who made the finals in uh, – who was Natalie's part? It was Polly and Natalie. They were eliminated three times? I think so. Yeah, I think they lost three or four times, yeah. Um, there's, definitely, there's definitely some redemption people who have, who have lost twice. Maybe Kyle and Brad lost twice that season. Um, and I, I think there's a couple other people like Ashley and Devin who have gotten brought back after they yeah, I, I remember Devin with Cheyenne, obviously. But um, but, but like it, my, my point is like it's especially without the redemption house, it's a rare thing to lose two in a season. Yeah, absolutely absolutely. And Ashley did that, and obviously Ashley, great competitor and all that, but I mean not only to lose two, but to lose two within six episodes in three girls' eliminations, I think. So I mean to to lose two two of the first three, it's almost kind of impressive that you got brought back and got voted in so quickly. But To her defense, she did go against Natalie and Cam, who we oh, yeah. all had as two yeah. very good competitors going into this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Anything else? You guys, any, any honorable mentions for Indy? I really, didn't, I really didn't have that many. I thought it was a very cutthroat episode of, you know, it was pretty straight up and 
I thought like your MVP picks were exactly who I was going to do and stuff. So, you know, I agree. So. What about, what about maybe an honorable mention of Gabby? Kind of taking the first of your logic for Devin. Because she made a reference to it when she was with uh, Leo. I mean, that's just not a threatening team in the slightest with little knowledge of how to navigate the game. And the fact that she's paired with maybe the smartest guy and an experienced veteran could help her out. Because, well, I say that, but then Devin's last partner, Tori, that things didn't fare so well for her. But I think I think her being tied to Devin is going to help her in the long run, more so than Leo. Her her stock went up. Yeah, yeah. it definitely went up. It's just it's hard to tell because like a bunch of these rookies. I mean, I I don't I still don't know what she brings to the table. She's hot. Oh, I I honestly I I, I don't know. So, agreed. Yep. So, anything else, boys? Or are we good to wrap this up? Alex, I'm good. I'm good. I think a lot of engagement from the chat. Good recap. I think the episode, like we said from the start, was good. We just gotta keep powering through this middle of the season. I think we're in a good spot. Yeah, absolutely. Andy, anything? No, I think that was it. I thought it was a pretty good episode. Another great recap. The chat has been just phenomenal. The chat stock continues to increase. Shout out to all of you. You guys are making these recaps so much better. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brown, Mikey the Doctor, uh, and, Mark and, joining and, the party. Um, who else? We shout out, shout out, JS Paul. I know he's a he's a he's in AWL. He could not make it tonight, but that we'll challenger. Uh, love by you, Jesse Adams. Yeah, Adam. Adam Nito. Nito. Um, good, yeah. good. It's it's been a, it's just been a very good Wednesday night for the challenge. Absolutely. And and does it cost anything? God, all right. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I've been your host Trevor. We will be back next week, episode seven recap. God. Just the fact that we have 12 more episodes, just seven episodes left or episode seven, excuse me. So thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Twitter at stir the pod. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Shout out Daffy. (laughs) Bye-bye.